Hello, hello, hello. Check, 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 check. How is this? That's probably one of my favorite things to do is give somebody the perfect gift. I'm Brittany. This is who I am. Like, I don't have a character that I play. Now, there is a voice that I bet you already know Lacrosse's sweetheart, co host of Z93's Morning Buzz, singer, musician, Brittany Styles. Brittany and I have known each other for a long time now, and we had a long conversation. So, this episode and the next will both be with Brittany. In part two, we'll talk about some pretty heavy issues involving being raised by a single mom, uh, reconnecting after many, many years with her father. And this time around, we're going to talk about becoming a celebrity and what goes along with that, that mantle of being a celebrity. We'll talk about sparkles and where Brit's love of them came from. And we'll talk about coincidence, or is it persistence, or is it something else? I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Around River City. It's the podcast about the people that make this such a cool place to call home. When we come back, birth of a celebrity with Brittany Stiles. Welcome back to Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper, and this is part one of my conversation with Brittany Stiles. We started our conversation on a subject that, well, it made us both laugh. It's, uh, well, it's the word celebrity. <laughs> right? Ridiculous. I don't think so. I don't think so. My definition of a celebrity has always been if people that you don't know know you or know who you are, you're a celebrity. I could see that. So. I I can get behind that. I hate to tell you, Brittany Styles, you are a celebrity. Okay. That's why I was All so right. nervous about this oh, conversation. Oh, please. You're also a celebrity, Ken Cooper. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> if you're going to call me one, I'm going to call you one, okay? Well, tell us a little bit about your journey into uh, celebrityhood. Uh, well, on the radio side, you've worked with Midwest Family uh, for boggles my mind how long now yeah it'll be 17 years in may that i've been with z93 um so you know my journey was pretty different compared to other people you know i mean kind of everybody has their own story of how they got into radio but mine was a little unique because um i was actually founded if you will, um, there was a Z Idol competition on Z93 because that was when American Idol first started. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in fall of 2003. So American Idol was only on for about a year. Um, so that was kind of a big deal. And they were having a singing contest. And I heard about it because I'm from lacrosse. You know, I grew up here and listened to Z93 my whole life. And I heard about it and thought, well, that sounds like fun because I'm a singer and I can do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try out for Z Idol. So I and you had been singing a lot before that, right? Yeah, I actually uh, was hosting karaoke. I started hosting karaoke when I was 18 years old because I I won a karaoke contest and. The woman that was hosting it was pregnant at the time and said, I'm going to be going on maternity leave. You want to want to run some karaoke for me? And sure, I'll do that. That sounds fun. So 
two of the bigger career aspects of your life you've just sort of stumbled into by winning contests. Yes. yes. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That is really weird. But I will say with the Z Idol thing, I did not win. I was one of the finalists. So oh. there were like three finalists. I was one of them and we got to be on the float for the Maple Leaf Parade and we sang and you know had makeovers and everything mm-hmm. which was super fun. And then when it was all over, I didn't win. Um and Jen O'Brien from Z93, she reached out to me after it was over and said, I think you'd be really good at radio. Do you want to come in and chat about that? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I know I've told you this before, and I, I, I never know if I should accept some of the uh, credit or the blame, but... While you were there, was it auditions that we did up in the liquid at the, at the time? It was the liquid lounge. Yeah. And I was there. Uh, Jen had asked me to be there just to, I guess, judge or whatever. And I remember we both leaned over to each other as you were just talking and saying something. And we said, whatever it is that you need to be a performer like we are and on the air and have that personality, she's got it. Aww. And I don't think so. I apologize. <laughs> Way Should to I go. <laughs> and, and I could not, for the life of me, define what it is, but we both knew at the same time that you had it and you still have it. That's awesome. That's really sweet of you to say. So, I um, wish I knew what it was. But, yeah, I, <laughs> but you me have too. It in I don't abundance. know. <laughs> what am I doing with myself? Uh, but no, in, in, you know, you and Jen saw something in me and believed in me. And, and so. I kind of took a leap of faith too, you know, because that that was kind of a scary thing too, jumping into something that I had absolutely no experience with. I mean, I I didn't know anything about being on the radio, you know, so learning something new and taking on a new challenge and um but I was excited about it. I remember I was just super excited about the opportunity to even try it. And I didn't know where it was going to go, you know. I mean, I was at that time I was working at an insurance company full time and I was teaching dance. I was running karaoke. I was um, coaching the Logan High School dance team. That's and four. That's four. And then I was also, you know, DJing once in a while down at a club that's no longer there, downtown Lacrosse. Um, so I had five jobs. And I was like, sure, I can add another one. <laughs> What's one more at this point? Isn't it great to be young and naive? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm so glad that I did because I, from the moment that I started, I knew that it was something that I I had to do. Like, I didn't know, again, I didn't know what was gonna come of it or how long I was gonna do it or whatever, but I knew that I needed to do more of it. And so I remember telling Jen how much I enjoyed it. And I, at that time I was working some weekend shifts here and there, you know, it was just a couple hours at a time. And um, and I said to her, I said, I, I feel like I need to make this like my career. And that was a big thing for me because here I am, I have five, six jobs and I'm actually picking one. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment. Like, one that I really am like, oh, I think I wanna do this, yeah. you know, and that was huge for me. So. Um, And I asked her, I said, what do I need to do, you know, to make this my career? And she kind of took me under her wing at that point. And um, and I learned from a lot of people in this building. You know, I I had some amazing people that were are 
that still are here, you know, that that are so talented um, to be able to learn from. And that was really cool. You know, Keith and Sam, uh, I grew up listening to them mm-hmm. when I was what a kid. What is that like? I mean, when you, you know, you 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 spend your childhood yeah. loving something and then you end up being a part of it. What it's, does that feel it's like? It's crazy. Like, and I'll tell you this, there's also like coincidences throughout this too, because I remember when I was, I think, 19 years old, I won a Britney Spears cardboard cutout from Jen O'Brien at <laughs> Cub Foods, which is again no longer here. Yeah, um, but I remember that cutout, right? And I rem- and Sad I I was trying to win concert tickets, but I won the cardboard cutout. And she said she remembered me because she goes, "I've never seen somebody be so excited about a cardboard cutout and <laughs> and not be upset that they didn't win the concert tickets." But I was more excited about the cardboard cutout. Um, so that was really fun. And but like you know, thinking about things like that. And then I remember I had a key to one of the cars that you guys gave away a Mustang. You are one of those kind of people. Yes, and I remember, I mean, I'll never forget that feeling of like, you know, having to call in the radio station after you heard your name and then, you know, and then I I won this key and I'm like, okay, now what do I do? And I show up to this event and we're all there and we try the key in the car and mine doesn't work, but it was still fun, (laughs) you know, but just all these things, you know, it's like I had this attachment yeah. to Z93 all these years growing up and then all of a sudden I'm working there. It was very surreal and it still is. Sometimes I'm like, it blows my mind that I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And these people that you grew up listening to, Keith and Sam still yeah. here? Oh my gosh, Keith and Sam still working in the building, now on Classic Hits, but I remember too, you know, as I was learning more and getting into the process of radio and figuring out, okay, how can I make this my full-time job? How can I make this a career? And they were the morning show. And I got the overnight position as a full-time position. I was super excited. I was working midnight to 5 a.m. on the air. And it was like the best thing ever. It's a great place to learn. Yes. And I loved it so much. And I'll never forget. In fact, I think my mom might have still, she may have kept this email still. Um, I sent her an email (laughs) telling her how excited I was that I got this job and that my next goal was to become the morning show on Z93. I said, I want to be the next Sam Strong. That's what I want. And you know, I'm, I might get a little choked too? up. I don't know. Um, I don't know if Sam knows that. I should tell her that. Um, I don't know that I've ever shared that with anybody, honestly. Uh, but I did. I, I sent that email to my mom, and and then it was, you know, a few years later, about five yeah. or somewhere around there, five years later after working overnights, and then I worked afternoons for a while on Z, and then. Um, you know, I kept I kept applying for jobs. Every time they'd open up, I wanted that next step. You know, that's what you do. That's mm-hmm. how you grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got passed over a couple of times for the morning show, and, and that just meant that I wasn't ready yet. You know, like that's how I had to look at it. Not ready yet. That's it's not my time. It's somebody else's time. You know, just kept going. And and then when I got the morning show, I mean, I was like floored could not believe that my my goals, my dream, when I first started this whole thing, it actually came true 
I mean, I was shy. I couldn't believe it. That doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't. And yeah, and, and still to this day, I it it's really when you think about how it all started and and everything, you know, like it was. What if I wouldn't have auditioned for Z Idol? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here. Like all these little things in life that happen that that take you to where you're supposed to be, or I don't know, it's just weird. Do you feel like it's where you're supposed to be? I do. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I I don't think that there's been a time since I started here that I've thought, you know, I should be somewhere else or I should be doing something different. Like this has been the path that I chose and it's, it's been the right path for me. Like I always wanted to be an entertainer, a performer. I didn't really know what that meant or what that was gonna look like. In fact, I remember when I graduated from high school, I had a, um, I had applied to go to Viterbo University for college and I had my room and board assignment. I had everything ready to go. And I said to my mom, I said, I'm not going. Ooh. And she was like, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean you're not going? And I said, I can't explain it. I said, but I just know that there is something else that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to go to college. And I said, I, I can't explain it, but I, I know that. And she was like, okay, well, I'm gonna take your word for it, but you need to then figure out what you're gonna do. You need to get a job with you know, insurance because you're no longer on my insurance then if you're not going to college, like all these things. But I made that decision in that moment. And it was like, after that happened, things started happening to me. Like six months after that, I got a phone call from the administrator over at Logan High School. I think it was the um, athletic director. And he said, I got your name from Central High School, which is where I went to school. I was on the dance team there. They said, you'd make a great coach. Would you like to coach the Logan High School dance team? Uh, Yes, please, (laughs) you know. And there I was, and then it just started snowballing after that. It was like thing after thing. And then, like I said, I try out for this karaoke contest, I win the contest, then boom, I'm hosting karaoke where I'm performing for people. I'm an entertainer, right? Mm -hmm. And then I try out for Z Idol. And now I'm a performer entertainer on the radio. Isn't that bizarre? Like really? What is all of that? I don't know. is Is it more than coincidence? I mean, obviously I've worked my butt off, like, so it's not like it just happened. You know, like all of these things that have come to me, I've worked really hard for, you know, like I worked really hard on the dance team and, you know, like I I worked really hard to, you know, be a better vocalist and like all these things, you know, but I, I don't know what that is. I think sometimes, and I'm not an expert, but I think sometimes a part of the whole I worked my butt off element that gets short changed is working very hard to trust yourself to make what seems like a very foolish or could be a foolish decision. Mom, I know we're all set to go with oh, yeah. college, but it's not it's not it. Mm-hmm. To trust yourself to make a choice like that. Isn't how that many weird? times have you made a choice like that in your life? How, how many do we all make? I feel like that was like that was the biggest. I mean, that was a pretty big one, you know, because. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I really at, at that time had my heart set on going to Viterbo and thought that that was what I was supposed to do. And I can't even tell you what, when or what that moment was that it clicked in my head that made me go, 
oh, whoa, 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 I'm not going. Like there's something else out there. I, I don't even remember what happened or how that happened. I just remember going to my mom and having that conversation. Thank goodness that I could be open with my mom and have that conversation and and let her know that I was feeling that way because unfortunately I think there's a lot of, you know, kids that maybe can't be that open with their parents about right. not wanting to go to college. I mean, that's a pretty big thing, you know. Um, and, and I don't think she was like super happy at the time about it, but then she just trusted me, you know, and, and, and I trusted myself, I guess. And I just, I worked, like I said, I worked really hard at what I was doing in the moment. And then it just kind of led to each next thing. Very bizarre. When I sit back and think about it, about all these things that I've done in my life that have led me to here, it is very it's strange, but cool. Real cool. What do you think? Coincidence? Hard work? Maybe something else? Whatever it is, Brittany's right. It is strange, and it really is cool. I'm Ken Cooper with Brittany Styles. You can check out every episode and subscribe to the podcast at AroundRiverCity.com. We'll come right back, and Brittany and I will talk about the work part of this business that we are both in and meeting Mr. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is Around River City. Thanks for listening in today to Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper, and this time around I'm talking with Brittany Stiles. You may know her as Lacrosse's sweetheart. Uh, you definitely know her as the co-host of the Z93 Morning Buzz. And if it sounds like she is having nothing but a good time when you listen to her on the radio, well, then she's doing her job. It's when we turn off our microphones that the actual work part begins. You and I know, and Keith and Sam know, and everyone that we work with know, that there's there's actually a lot of work that goes into this thing that we do called radio. And I, I don't think the listener, they're not listening, they're not listening to me uh, play their favorite songs and talk about how tired I am because I right. had to work late last night or something like that. But there is responsibility that comes along with it. And it's, you know, it's, it's, I always say that the on air part when we're talking on the radio is the part we do for free. And it's, there is work that goes into it. And that, um, uh, and, and part of that work for you, and I would definitely say this on a greater scale than me, is that mantle of, being Britney Styles. There you can't always want to be Britney Styles. The Lacrosse's sweetheart. I mean, what a what an adorable <laughs> <laughs> Well, it helps that when people don't know you for real. Right, yeah. Definitely helps, yeah. I mean, and that's an adorable moniker to have, you know, and it's true, I think. It it you are. Tell me about the weight of that. Well, I'll tell you, um, being that I have been here for almost 17 years, when I first started radio, there was no social media. Okay, so that in itself has changed significantly mm-hmm. and has made things a little bit more difficult because now everybody knows what I look like and they've got me right at their fingertips on social media because our profiles are public. Mm-hmm. You know, I am who I am just talking to you, talking to people on the radio, in my everyday life, 
I'm Brittany. This is who I am. Like, I don't have a character um, that I play. Like, this is me. Like, you get me. And so I think back then, when I first started out, it was kind of more, in a sense, it was a little more fun because, you know, people didn't always know who I was, you know, and it was a little easier to kind of be stealthy, you know, like you, you everywhere you went, it wasn't, you know, I, oh, I know who you are, or, you know, hey, Brittany, like, you know, and so that has definitely changed. Um, I don't, I don't mind it though. Like that's something that I've never, I, I got to admit, I've never really minded the fact that people come up to me and, and talk to me and say hi, and they listen to me. And because why am I doing what I'm doing? Like that, that's, that's why I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm on the radio to entertain people, to engage with them so that they have somebody to listen to, to get their information from and somebody to make them feel good and make them laugh and, you know, and have a good start to their day. Like that's why I'm doing this. So if I'm not going to let people come up and talk to me and, and tell me those things, then why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, so I have to be honest that it doesn't ever really bother me. You know, I would say it's probably harder for people that are with me because it might happen where we're in like a big group of people. I mean, not so much these days, but normally um, in a big group of people at maybe a festival or something. And and I'm being stopped every couple of feet to talk to somebody, to give hugs, to, you know, those Mm -hmm. types of things. And to me, I don't mind that. Like, I enjoy that because that's who I am. But I would think maybe to the people with me that it's kind of maybe a little irritating sometimes, you know. Well, hopefully the people you're with deal with it and keep you in check. I One of my favorite stories is I was uh, one of the celebrity people on uh, Who Will Be Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Yes. And it happened to be an evening where I was hanging out with my daughter, Sydney. This was a couple of years ago. So she, she was like nine. So she came with me where we got to meet our fifth grader. And uh, it was at the library and the, the people that were running the, the event uh, had all the introduced all the kids. And then they said, uh, could we have all of our celebrities stand up to be introduced? And I stood up and I very clearly heard my daughter, the nine year old, say, you're a celebrity, <laughs> which is honestly exactly the way it should be. Right. That is funny. There I are like people that, that you. It's nice when you have people that you can not be a celebrity with. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, my husband, for one, you know, it's he thankfully um, has really just embraced what this whole thing means. You know, I mean, he's actually quite the introvert, mm-hmm. which is the complete opposite of me. Um, so I'm so happy that he's been able to get behind that and just you know, be okay with it and not be weirded out by the fact that we get stopped all the time or the fact that he gets requests on Facebook to be friends with people he's never met before (laughs) (laughs) because they see him on my profile. How does he, what's the nickname he's developed on the radio? Mr. Awesome. Yeah. How is he with that? When I first started dating him, I wasn't sure 
how, I mean, I wasn't totally sure how this was going to go. Like, I knew I really, really liked him. I knew he really liked me, but you just never really know. So I wasn't sure how, how much I wanted to be talking about him. Did he know the celebrity Britney Styles before he walked up to you and said something? He did know who I was, but he didn't care. And I love that. Like, he didn't, he didn't care that I was Britney Styles from Z93. Like, he had heard me on the radio, he had heard of me, and but that wasn't why he was meeting me on a date. You know, like that was when we, because we were set up on a blind date, and that wasn't the reason that he came to that date. It was because he was gonna put himself out there and see if maybe he liked this girl named Britney. You know, like it wasn't because Oh, I get to go out with Britney Styles. Like it wasn't at all like that. And so that right there was perfect. You know, like that was awesome. But I will say that our first date, we met at the Starlight Lounge. Very romantic. Yes. And he was sitting at the table and I walk in. And of course, there were a whole table of people <laughs> sitting right there that knew who I was. And it was, oh my God, Brittany Styles, hey! You know, and I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> you know, like I hadn't even made it to the table yet to say hi to this guy that I'm meeting for the first time. And I'm just, oh my God, I was a little embarrassed. I'm not gonna lie. So in that moment, I will say, <laughs> that might be the only moment that I've ever been like, I kinda wish I could hide a little bit right now. But the, what he said to me when I sat down is part of the reason why I think that I was convinced that this guy was gonna be different. So I sit down and the first thing he says to me is, so that's something I'm gonna have to get used to, huh? And I was like, Oh. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I'm kind of a big deal. And he says, <laughs> he says, well, I'm kind of a big deal, too. So <laughs> well, and I was like, yes, this is right. perfect. You like, can take it. Totally different. Totally just, you know, it, it, and it just the banter immediately was good, you know, and like so it, it almost like broke the ice in a way, mm -hmm. you know, when we first met. So like that was interesting. I am sure that he's been called out publicly oh, as Mr. Awesome, too. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. My husband is six foot seven. Yeah, he's a giant. He is a giant. You can't miss him. So if you've seen his picture on Facebook, like, you know who he is and you know that he's really tall. And so you see him and it's Mr. Awesome. Oh, yeah. He gets it all the time, like at the grocery store. He secretly loves it. He might. <laughs> Because he is a big deal, you yeah, know. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird, you know. Like, I think that he he just lives with it, right? Like, this is just part of the deal. It's part of the package. Like, but I know that he loves me for me, and not because I'm Britney Styles from Z ninety three. So, you know, it's a win. Don't you just love a good how we met story? Well, so far, we have covered the celebrity and the wife named Brittany Stiles. On the next episode of Around River City, we'll talk about bling and Christmas and where Brittany's love of them comes from. And we'll also talk about reconnecting with her father just in time to lose him again. That will be coming up in part two of Around River City with Brittany Stiles. 
If you want to be absolutely sure you don't miss it, just go to AroundRiverCity.com and subscribe to the podcast. Till next time, thanks a lot for being a part of the conversation. I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Around River City.